0: Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life, as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a good day out there today. I know today's been a fun one for me. Um pretty low-key pretty casual day getting some good rest relaxation recovery in there so certainly no no complaints of my end spent part of the day um, so my housemate she's a nurse and uh, she was having one of the surgical techs on her team she's having some back pain for honestly quite a long time so we're going to relate today's workout wednesday episode to that Um, but i spent some time kind of working going to the clinic, working with him a bit, um, which was sweet, you know, spreading the name of physical therapy, spreading my own name, kind of showing what we as a profession can do, Getting a good chance to talk to him for a bit, and and meet a lot of their other medical team too. But um, the number one thing, most important thing, was we were able to get some real solid answers for him, some things that he had been uh, concerned about for a while that wasn't really terribly sure where to go. And in addition to that, um, yeah, we're just, we're really able to help them out big time. So it's, it's always good when you do that and the people are really bought in and invested and trust in the process too. Well, we're gonna, I'd love to kind of get into all the reasoning, the tests and everything I did with this, um, patient, we'll say client of mine. Um, but we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. One of the, um, factors that he had at play. Was he had a big kind of rib flare which the angles of the ribs weren't necessarily altered themselves but more of what was going on was he was hinging he was having a lot of extension from his thoracolumbar junction so the intersection between the top of the lumbar spine and the bottom of the thoracic spine this is very um, and so um by having the ribs kind of flare forward flailing out um, what happens is between the anterior and the posterior they're kind of mirror images of each other or they're they pull and tug like a similar rope so as the anterior ribs kind of flare forward and flare out that's really a sign of extension or likely overextension, hyperextension at a specific segment in the low back area so we've got to be extremely mindful of that and that's really kind of the sign that we we oftentimes look for a lot and so as we kind of continue forward along this way this is very similar to how in the cervical spine and more just well I should say Uh, lower cervical upper thoracic spine and kind of the other junctional area and the manubrial test in physical therapy we look at different uh, neck positions movement of the manubrium around about how what that indicates for us in the upper thoracic spine area so they can tell us a lot But anyways, he's having uh, some irritation with certain patterns of rotation, and especially sensitivity to extension in that thoracolumbar junction. He was having uh, referred pain signals down to his kind of right flank area. Um, He described it as the L4, L5 area is really a bit higher than that. It's kind of lateral flank. He attributed that to what he thought was a disc at the time, Um, herniated disc, and he's seen something on imaging with that. But we certainly know that that doesn't always correlate, the imaging doesn't always correlate with um, actual pain perception. So the pathological structures, especially um, in the back, may be a predisposition to pain, may be a potential for irritant, uh, may show a history of past trauma, but they, in of themselves, do not inherently indicate pain. Um, There are times when, you know, it matches the clinical exam and yeah, it's good. So, you know, we ruled out a this. We did the straight leg raise and slump and, um, you know, repeated motions and all that. And it was not affected um, by those mechanisms. But what we did do is we kind of looked at his rib flare. We looked at um, getting a better understanding through palpation on that area and really working for him on a lot of abdominal control. Now he, and not just general abs, general core, but local stabilization too. So we talk about the kind of the core as in both local and global. Local is like at that segment, at that movement segment. What are you able to do? Can you control that? But then in addition to that, globally, can you activate the whole core and have a good robust, solid nature? So we worked on specifically training, kind of retraining those patterns of the rotatories, the multifidi, those small local spinal stabilizers. And in addition to that, we also worked on, okay, let's integrate these into a larger movement pattern. He had some hip abductor weakness um, and a lot of lumbar stiffness in the way he was walking. So we kind of helped activate that again, get him back going on a good solid track. That's gonna give him a good foundation overall. But then after we worked on that, we worked out, okay, let's utilize that in a functional position now. Let's work on, you know, some of the deadlift motion because he does a lot of lifting and a lot of standing during the day. So we've got to be able to work on that. And he even mentioned that. So we changed up his uh, deadlift pattern big time, which we were able to see um, him hyperextending through that segment but he was eventually able to control it through that. So it's awesome. I mean, I, I um, asked him if I could borrow his phone. I recorded him doing it so that he can kind of see, hey, the good, the bad, and the ugly and anywhere on the spectrum. And we were able to get him a uh, a video segment of himself doing it where I'm like, hey, here's the awesome part. Here's the not awesome part. See how you changed that there. And that's the perfect way to go. So we're going to use that as a tool for him to study as well, for him to kind of learn from that as he Use to go along. So I'm a big fan of that for education and saying, "Hey, I don't need permission to kind of record them on my phone and all liability with that. Let me record them on their own device so they actually have the access to that that they need." So I'm a big fan of that. But anyway,s today for Workout Wednesday, our core stabilization. That's the big message for today: is that our core stabilization starts truly from the core. It starts in the local segment to. Um, stabilize any segmental dysfunction that is occurring at the time, uh, then from there, from after we have a uh, better understanding of that, after we have integrated that and worked on that to a fuller aspect and better degree, that's when we go global. So starting in unloaded positions, going to loaded positions, and controlling that rip flare. Because if you don't control that rib flare, then it's a predisposition to a lot of other irritants that you'll have in the future. And in this case, he had some kind of segmental wear and tear that's been going on for a very long time for him. And that's no bueno, ladies and gentlemen, no bueno. And for this being a kind of pretty young, active dude, he wants to be able to get back out there and do it, not for only his MMA fighting kind of workout style that he likes to do, but also just for his job. I mean, being a surgical tech, you got to stand there for a long period of time And he was, you know, crazy stiff in the thoracic spine, rounded shoulders, so we worked on that, worked on some stretches and exercises to connect it up and down the chain. But kind of whatever you do, make sure you start with that proximal stabilization. And oftentimes for people, in terms of the motor control, especially when you get the arms and legs having a higher demand, they lose that in the middle, the ribs flare out. So let's get something to understand this rib flare for people, so that we can actually do something about it in the future. All right, y'all, thanks for tuning in today. And again, remember, the anterior and the posterior, they're usually just, they're extremely connected. And that often, you know, because we can't necessarily, without, like, taking in a deep breath of air, and even then, it's limited, we can't necessarily widen or thicken the amount of space that we occupy. Um, we can't change kind of our... Our depth of ourselves so that as the anterior posterior moves it's one side of the other so oftentimes when something's going on the front it's really going on the back and vice versa so let's pay attention to that let's be mindful of that and so we can actually find success going forward in the future all right y'all thanks for tuning in keep it real keep your rib flare in check keep it in check I mean, there's absolutely a reason out there why we see this a lot, why it can cause a lot of irritation, a lot of breakdown. Do something about it. Y'all are smart. You'll get it. Let's make these workouts happen. Let's make this uh, be very purposeful out here. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Keep that core strong. Let's make it happen. Simply not easy.